All right, man. Welcome to the 290 More Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself for my viewers and listeners. Yo, this your boy, King Detro. I'm from the west side of Chicago. And I've been on a lot of big platforms. All right, man. So, I know you. Uh, people, A lot of people around the world actually know you. People in the city know you. But for the people who may be watching this or listening who don't know you, if you could... Uh, just quickly explain to the people who you are. Well, I'm an artist. I'm a dancer. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an activist. Like, I'm on some Chicago Nipsey Hustle type shit. My hands in a lot of things. Um, I've been on big platforms like uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, you was on So I Think You Can Dance? Yeah. Oh, I missed that show. Well, guys, America's Got that, Talent. Um, you was on America's Got Talent? Man, I'm in a way, shorty. Um, I done been on BET Experience um, doing a special performance with D-Lo um, for a halftime um, show. I've been on uh, Steve Harvey recently um, just because I got my own dance company called Dancing Out Chicago, which I got like 18,000 subscribers. And I made a million views on my shit. It went viral. All right, man. All right, man. You got a lot going on, so I can't just let you off the hook for that, for that, for all that. So we're going to take it back just a little bit, a little bit. So like I said, for the people who may not know you, where, where you from, man? Where did all this stuff begin? Uh, I was uh, grew up and raised around Austin area, which is um, right around like by Wallen, Washington. But then, um, as I got older, um, I really come from off Cicero and Wabenzia. I've been there since my childhood life, but that's uh, my neighborhood is called Worstown. Um, that's where I'm originated from. Okay, okay. So, so you got young Detro man growing up in the Austin community in Worstown. How was it growing up in these areas? Was it easy? Was it was it good living? Was it silver spoon living? How was it being raised up in these areas? Uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, we was de- I was definitely kicking those. Uh, <laughs> definitely trying to find is that, ways. Is that to where the footwork it. started? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just being straight up. Like I was footworking around that time too, but like we knew back then, like we had to find ways to eat. Most definitely, most definitely. So, okay, you you growing up in in, in Austin in the worst town. When did the extracurricular things become a part of your life as far as the other things that you're into now? Well, we can start with dance. How did how did how did specifically footworking become a part of your life? I say uh I say about around like 13 13 14. Okay, and do you remember the exact instance was it somebody big brother or something doing it? Was it a movie? What made you, you know what I'm saying? And did you jump straight into, um, into, into like the teamwork aspect of it and the battle of it? Was it just you watching your idol doing it solo? Uh, okay, so my biggest inspirations was like uh, Michael Jackson, Usher, especially. Uh, the moves they used to do used to already like be captivating to me. So. I used to be in the house just trying to learn their little moves at the time. But when I saw footwork inside a party, 
that's when I saw that shit was lit. Okay, okay. So you see footworking in the party. What's your next step? How do you learn how to footwork? Because me being somebody who can't dance no rhythm, I always, you know what I'm saying, wonder, you know what I'm saying? Well, matter of fact, let's start. Let's ask you this question. Do you know where footworking originated? Who's the creator of it? Or was it just uh, like a, a, a coming out of nowhere type thing? No, I know who I know who started that shit. Okay, okay. Who? So who's the originator of, of the Chicago Bangs, man? Chicago footwork. And let's speak, let's speak facts on this because this is a 290 question. Yes, sir. That's why, that's why I got you here, man. We were finna clip some shit up today, hey, man. Footworking started out in 290. Out west, it was originated out west. Okay, I'm a king of footwork, telling y'all this out of my own mouth. Okay, footworking started out west. Southside became more dominant in it because it's a bigger space than out west. We kind of like, you know, we got our certain quarters of, of, of the city, but. Okay, do you know the exact creators of footwork and like who created it, like who the who the originators uh, are, or that's just urban a, legend? They they got groups. Um, I say the first ones from our end was called the Untouchables. Mm-hmm. They start off with the Holy Ghost and the Jack and shit at first. Okay. Then they started to get animated, and now here come the house tracks and ghetto house tracks. What made footwork and start to become like. The form of footwork, and because at first it was just house music, it was just the boom, but then when they start adding that, there's some holes in this house, there's some holes in this house, they start switching the vibe up, and that shit came better. Like it just kept elevating. Okay, okay, so that that's something I always wondered. Like, was did one specific person ever do one specific person get credit for uh, creating? Um, Footworking Okay so um, You got these groups The originators Did you originally Jump straight off Into a group Or was you just Solo uh, Showing your moves off At the party And at the crib I was showing my moves Off at the party And Some motherfuckers Came up to me like Man you should join The team And I think When I first joined The dance team It was main attraction And once I went to the Bud Bill Parade And saw a big Footwork tournament I left Original like choreography dancing to go straight into footwork because I already knew how to footwork, but like I end up going to a real footwork click because I'm like, I don't want to keep doing all that choreographed shit. I want to do the footwork, I want to keep footwork. So I end up going to a footwork click called Heat Squad. Okay, so do you give Heat Squad or that first group credit for really? fine tuning your skills or do you still or is it still uh, uh, all self taught in your eyes I was still pretty much self taught still but then once I got with Heat Squad I started to become better but then um, I could say Hemochi, all of them started to come into play mm-hmm. when I broke away from that group cause I started my own group called YPS okay okay so you broke away from them and started your own group YPS what does that stand for Young Prince Squad. Okay, and how would you how would you grade the success of YPS? How long was that run? How successful would you say it was? And and is YPS over? Um, yes, YPS is over. But um, that was a um, at the time when I was young, but like around sixteen, I had a group of grown people and everything in my group. Like, but it was Mochi, 
Solo, a, a lot of us was like already at Galewood Park, mm-hmm. um, getting the cracking up there every day. Mm-hmm. And some of the best footworkers come from under my group, no cap. Okay, okay. So, um, it's already well known around 290 that that you you the king. You got you carry the title of the king of footworking. So, when did you first get gain that title? Was it? Uh, did you have to beat a specific team? Uh, specific, oh, yeah. Did you have to overcome a certain milestone? Do you know when specifically you were officially the king of football? In 2014. And what? And what actually made that made that come into play? So when I got out of jail, I ended up getting a management deal uh, with um, a label called 600 Uh I end up. Letting them know, like, they was basically developing me as an artist. But around this time, I was just about to get a publicist signed to me that go by the name of Regina James, which she is, like, the biggest top promoter and publicist in, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to know why they was getting me to get her to sign to us. And I told her I was the king of footwork, and she said I had to prove it. Okay. So, when that ended up happening, bro, I ended up going out south. It's a belt um, that's called, like, BG's Tycoon. I had to battle, like, 12 niggas for that belt. In one, in one night? In, in one, one event? night. So, as I took them out, I, I won the belt out there. Mm-hmm. I am already the host of Warzone, so I'm running out west already. Okay. I got the belt for out south. They do not like that, so now I'm controlling the west side with the Wildlife Cam brand, doing the battles and events on my own, then going out south and taking their money and, and still holding the belt down for a year straight. That's when I say I'm the footwork king. Okay, okay. So we we here now. You the footwork king. You 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 got the title for west and south. How does somebody go about dethroning you? How does somebody go about taking the title? Is that something that that's, that has to be set up at a specific event? Can somebody just pop up at at, at, at one of your events and, and take the title? How does that how does that work if somebody want to take the title from the champ? See, um, the difference is I already um, been titled that. And not only uh, titled it, like I proved myself to to get that name. So like I established that too with my stage name as King Detro, because I know I earned it. So can't nobody come back around and think they gonna take me off my square. They can't even get my crown because it's already on. Okay, okay. So with that being said i'm gonna ask you some some of the, uh the meat the meat the meat and bone questions man so do you still footwork currently or is is it like a like a king status thing where you where you basically just taking care of your court you know what i'm saying building your team and, and preparing for the future or are you still actively footworking i'm still actively uh i'm doing dance classes at schools right now um I had uh, I'm doing private dance classes with other people who want to learn specifically from me, which I'm charging like fifty dollars an hour. Um, so and I've been getting booked for like to be 
helping people get background dances and stuff for the events and shows. I also have been booked from Missy Other before too to uh, get some dances for her video. Okay, well, this basically walks into my next question, and and, and you kind of just answered it um, with your answer from the last question. And, and the question I have for you is, is is footwork and dead? Hell to the no. Okay, and why do you think some people may get that misconception? You know what I'm saying? Do you think it's not as hot as it used to be? Do you think uh, bopping came in? And took some of the the popularity from it. Why do you think um, some people might not find footworking as mainstream as it once was? See, the difference is that um, with footworking, I can say yes. In the city, people probably might feel drought from it, but the whole time this shit then went global, like phenomenal. Yeah, I like, seen I seen some people it, like in Japan. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I was just trying to explain like. This shit has grew bigger than what the hometown then seen. Like, I don't even understand that Chicago footworking is beyond Chicago. We don't even trip that y'all don't care about looking at footworking in Chicago no more because our shit nationwide is on our side. That's all y'all need to know. Okay, okay. So, and like I said, I pretty much, you pretty much answered the question before I asked it. You know what I'm saying? And just from the answers you give me, let me know everything you got with the private dance classes and all that. And like I said, I've seen viral videos of people footworking from nowhere around here. You know what I'm saying? A whole other country. So, I definitely understand the global aspect of it. So, um, if you could talk to me about how footworking has landed you in specific spotlights, like for instance the Steve Harvey show, how did you get an opportunity like that? Um, I create I created um, the dance dancing out platform where I showcase younger and older dancers and have them um, partake in healthy competitive competitive dance battles. And I was so consistent. That one of my videos ended up going viral. And the two young girls that was on my show was footworking and doing all different styles of dance on them. Mm-hmm. And how it ended up, Gabrielle Union somehow found my shit, Word. tagged my name in, and was like, keep doing a good job with those kids. And I woke up the next day, my email was busting. That bitch was hot. Man, how does it feel? How does it feel to have a celebrity like Gabrielle Union, you know what I'm saying, shout you out and, and to tell you to keep doing what you're doing? How's what does something like that do to to your motivation, man? Yeah, oh, that shit definitely motivated me. Like I, I felt the gratitude and like the whole time I can't wait to meet her as well, because that's what we um working on next. Like, um, if it wasn't for her, you know tagging us and she got over 10 million followers on Instagram she didn't never share that post uh, I probably wouldn't made it on Steve Harvey so that was definitely like a random feeling like wow Gabrielle Union out of all people tag a young nigga like me from mm-hmm. out west and some shit and that shit went viral Okay, okay. Let's talk about Steve Harvey for a little bit, cause we both from from Chicago, man. So is is talking to Steve Harvey is is he a, 
on a personal level, is he a funny dude? Like, as soon as you meet him, he cracking jokes and, and he, he ha-ha, or is it straight uh, business? Oh, uh, no, nah, he's definitely a funny motherfucker. He funny. Steve, real as hell. Like, he came in my um, dressing room, like, eating snacks and shit with me, ch- chopping it up with me like a real, real boss nigga. So, I didn't know he was going to give me no money, though, but... He's just hollering. Oh yeah, cash out of out of pocket or just or like a check just for the dance and shit. No, it, it was it was a check from him personally. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Can you, can you, can you share those numbers or or? or? It was only five thousand. Only five thousand, man. Hey, I can I can do a lot with that, man. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Shout out to Steve Harvey, man. So, uh, other outside the um. Steve Harvey show What other kind of Opportunities has Footwork and provided you Uh Video shoot, More video shoots Uh Fashion shows I just had some With Calvin Klein Uh Doing a little Footwork video With so, Calvin Klein Yeah Okay And is that straight from Already having a name And just people Hitting you up Or are you Still actively Searching for these Opportunities You know what I'm saying um, reaching out to these companies and stuff. Uh, I think it's because solely my name, uh, and I'm just taking it on, just you know, improving myself right in front of them and letting them like whatever they throw at me is worth the uh, donation to us, the king. Okay, okay. So um, let me ask you this: Is footwork and dancing, or is it a separate thing? Is it is it a separate thing in your opinion? Footwork is a dance uh, because uh, every, it's repetitive moves in it. So just if they can do the nene and uh, if it gets dirty and all that, footwork is simple little basic moves that they can learn as well. Footworking is actually an art. So yeah, I say it have its own style, but it's definitely a dance. Okay, okay, and. Um, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier when, when I kind of mentioned the, the, the video I saw with the people in Japan footworking. But how do you feel about other races and cultures footworking? Do you feel like it's, it's swag jacking or cultural version type of situation? Or are you happy to see it touching, mm-hmm. uh, spreading all around the world? Uh, okay. Uh, I say um, at first... It looked like some cultural vulture stuff to me at first. But I realized they paying homage to us as well. Because they ain't, um, they are not acting like they not acknowledging that it's Chicago footwork. But I have seen some of them getting paid for the dance style that's originated from Chicago. And um, I recently seen them on a Levi commercial. The Japan people footworking on that. It was raw, but it was like they doing our shit. I'm sure. You feel like you feel like they they being afforded opportunities that that you guys should be afforded first. I can understand that. So and still talking about the uh, opportunities that you're just getting off dancing or just promoting um, your your um, the things that you do with the kids. Um, what's the most money that that you've made from dancing so far? If you if you don't mind sharing, um, 
Like all together or like when I'm doing just all together for one specific, you know what I'm saying, one job, one show. Like man, I just did what the bob off one show, you know what I'm oh, saying? So like with schools, it's like I get five hundred. I get five hundred um when I step in CPS um schools. So when that's um coming through like the pep rallies or ASCT scores, shit like that, like I get paid through that and it's come through a check. And I don't get the money right away. Um, it comes in like a days or a week. Okay. But, um, I'm back. I was going to say, um, but like outside of Chicago and stuff, it's 2000 and up. Right. Okay, okay. So does that so does that make the, the CPS checks your favorite type of work or, or is it the out of town your favorite kind of work to do? The out of town. Okay, isn't it just is it just because of the bag, or is you you like to travel, you like to meet new people? What's what's the favorite part about out of town work? Uh, the, my presentation and um, networking and uh, building my following. Okay, okay. They love the niggas from out west. I don't know. It's just when they see us from out west, they know it, we mean business. Okay, okay. So I got a few more questions for you before I get you up out of here, man. Um. Do you consider yourself uh, also a music recording artist? And if so, um, does that connect? Do you connect it with the dancing, or do you try to keep those two things separated? Like, if you're doing a music uh, video, are you not dancing, just sticking to the music, or are you dancing as well? How does that do that? Do those two things intertwine, or are they separate? No, I definitely put that shit together. Um, it, it would make sense because I am a dancer, but. I, I can dance to my own music as well. Uh, plus, I won't need nobody else to choreograph me because I'm my own choreographer. True, true. Makes sense. Save a little ticket. Yeah. I'm sure. So, what's your favorite part about creating music and what's your creative process as far as the music goes? Are you a writer? Are you a freestyler? Um, if you can, talk to me a little bit about your creative process. Um, I smoke me. A few few woods or something. Then um, I just go right into creative mode. And once I hear the beat and I know how the beat following, I I get to learn how to walk on that motherfucker. And then shit, it go from there. And um, some of my music, like I like to speak off shit from the heart or like what I got going on, cause it make me feel better about expressing it. But I'm a freestyler too, so. Once I get in my little hot moments, I just keep going, keep going, till I can keep building my vocabulary. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> um, one last music question. Between you doing everything, building up YPS, building up your own brand, becoming the king of, of, of footwork, when did music become a part of it? When did you find time to, was the music always a love? When did you find time to step aside from all that and, and find your way to the booth? And if you could talk to me about um, your favorite song that you've done up to this point and why. Um, I'd say um, around the time I was doing the dance and stuff, but um, I ran across DJ Nate. DJ Nate is the reason why I started doing music. Uh, I was just sitting around him in the studio half the time and watching him make beats in 10 minutes and then they'll do the song it be finished in 20. Like, he was raw as hell with that shit. 
And it was to the point where, like, I was starting to get a love for it because I'm like, damn, if he can do it, I know I can. Plus, like, that's DJ Nate we, we talking about. Uh, that man is fucking raw as hell on the singing and the rap shit. So once I just locked in with him, he started creating music and shit like that. He was making the beats for me, and I started spazzing. And we w- we was actually, what's so crazy, bro, is that the shit that's going on right now, everybody rapping over the juke tracks. Bro, I am one of the niggas who started that shit. Like, Lil Wish started it first with Drop Pop, Drop Pop, Juke song. Then, DJ Nate came out with a juke song. Now, I started to come out with some juke shit that DJ Nate was producing. That's when I'm like, now look at it, it's 2022. Everybody was rapping over juke tracks. And the juke tracks that they rapping over is my homie, DJ Rock, who be over my house every day. Okay, okay. So, and up to this point, you you working with DJ Nate, you dropping music. What's your favorite song up to this point and why? My favorite song? Well... I ain't dropped You Can't Stop the Rain yet But you heard of BMF uh, When uh, Lamont stabbed up uh, Buddy ass at the end I ain't ain't see it I don't got no time to watch TV Well no that's a little episode On Big Meechin and shit Okay okay I took a sample out for that And uh, put it on the track That bitch go crazy But it's my favorite Cause I'm expressing myself hard on that bitch Okay okay But when I Drop it though I'm talking my shit on there And I ain't stopping I ain't Hit no hook or nothing It's just all about Okay okay When when can we can When can we expect to see that? Uh, I'm gonna drop it Probably around the end of June Okay okay We can't wait Can't wait to hear that So um, Before I get you up out of here I got a, a few um, Hot fire questions for you man can, Real can fast Can I tease you a little bit with it? Oh yeah go ahead Do your thing man Who does produce that? His name, uh, uh, Shani. Oh yeah, when you got a you got a timetable for a visual on that as well. Oh yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm trying to have an umbrella acting like some rain coming down. On me. <laughs> oh yeah, I go crazy on that shit. Oh yeah, when 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 you when you uh the vid is the visual coming out along with the single as well, or we gonna get the single first and then the, the visual first. a little later? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Definitely keep the people posted on that, man. Probably how you come back through here and debut the video on that, man. That'll be dope. Um, but like I said, I got a few few quick Q&A questions, man, before I get you up out of here, man. We're going to start with this. Who are the top three footworkers of all time and why? I say me. Uh, first, um, King Charles. Yeah. Uh, 
Cookie. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. That's 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 a dope one. Uh, I never heard of King Charles. I know Cookie. Um, I'm surprised. That's that's real. Uh, that's real dope. You, you know, a lot of people come in here and they include themselves in that top three. But you know, it's good to get a. Uh, a, a good aspect from somebody who are already on the top because now I can check, go see what the fuck is the King Charles. I ain't never heard of him before. So. Oh man, he 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 the business. Okay, he's the reason why the people overseas is doing doing the oh, shit. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, okay, okay. He's the one that You're definitely gonna have to check him out. Probably uh, have to get him up here, man. Get his get his take on on the footwork community, man. So okay, um, next question: Are footworkers and boppers in competition? Some, some like that. They're not really, cause they know they can't fuck with the footwork and really. Okay. It's the same. They do the same moves. Okay. Footwork and don't do the same moves. So, is it a competition to you? Would you, would you, would you battle a bopper? Have you battled a bopper? Is it, is it? <clears throat> I done battled chemo. I done battled D-Lo. Smoke both of their ass. Okay. Smoke. Is this, is this on video? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to throw this, and it's gonna be on the end. Look up, look up, uh, Datro versus D'Lo, and look up Chemo <laughs> versus Datro. Okay, and real quick, man, real quick, how was how was it? How was it? How how do you feel when you go in and you battle head up against these top people in Chicago? How do you how do you feel going into these battles? Do you feel like you untouchable, or yes. is it or is it like a a twelve round boxing match? No, I come in untouchable because I'm too smooth for the ass, like. I'll be knowing exactly what I'm doing. They be having to think. So I just come in, show out, show off. Okay, okay. Um, has a dance battle ever got physical? Hell yeah. And is it is it and was it personal before the event? Or I'll be watching some of these battles and motherfuckers be, you know what I'm saying, fingers in the face, you know what I'm saying, fist in the face, all yeah, that shit. Motherfuckers I, be keeping it cool. Was it instant like that? Sit down, bro. <laughs> So, uh, and I be all the way outside. <laughs> when niggas be doing that type of shit, they know that's not cool to be just steady pushing a motherfucker. You in the right. circle already. So if you battling and you coming at me, okay, I feel you pushing me. But when I feel like you getting too aggressive, I'm gonna peep that shit. And that's why I'm gonna tell you like, chill out, bro. We can step to the back. And when I always tell niggas to step to the back outside, knowing them step to the back with me. So I, I let's keep this shit footworking. Okay, okay, and that basically walks into my last question, man. Is the dance beef real? Has beef really emerged from dancing? Like, has it been people who didn't know each other, people who ain't had no problem previously, and after a few dance events, now it's real beef. Now it's become physical. Has that happened in the dancing? Um, because you hear a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like dancing is supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Keep. You away from that type of thing Yeah but Some people have frustrations right. Some people bring their frustrations around But like Mind you Footworking is An expression anyway So like You can get that stress off Just you know Doing your shit Going crazy Cause It's so much energy Behind that But It never got to the point Where it get too aggressive Where I wanna fight you But If I'm in the circle Fucking you up I've seen some people Get a little agitated Like Cause they, and this person ain't have to touch him or nothing. Just the crowd going crazy. Right. <clears throat> like what could you do? But 
But this shit ain't like no movie or nothing like that. Motherfuckers, you know, some people will take their L's, some people will get the holler like, man, the judge is cheating, like, that shit bogus, I want my rematch, or nigga put that money on the ground. That's how that shit be going, use it. Okay, okay, man. I appreciate you for coming on the show. Before I get you up out of here, is there anything that you got coming up, anything that you got going on that you want to tell the people that you want to share with the people? Uh, I'm bringing Dancing Out Chicago back soon. Uh, I got some um, shit going on. I might be on power soon. Uh, I'm doing um, an event on Subterranean this Friday and Saturday. I'm just keeping my options open and look up ChicagoBond.org um, if anybody who need um, family members to um, get free, um, we got this bond organization where they'll pay for your bond that's up to $10,000, $10,000 and um, it's definitely worth uh, getting some assistance from them on that. Y'all can call and refer my name, Devereaux Wolf. That's my real name, but AKA known as King Detro. They support y'all, uh, and they gotta be from Cook County. All right, man. I can't just let you slide past with that, man. You say we say we might see you on Power, man. If you could talk to that, just I know I know it's probably a delicate situation, but if you could talk to us a little bit about how we might see Detro on Power. Uh, on some um, casting call shit, uh, motherfuckers end up. Emailing me, uh, let me know about it, and I just said, uh, go ahead and accept it. Okay, so. okay. Man, I, I definitely see you out here working, man. I appreciate you for stopping by on the show. I definitely understand how valuable time is. If you could, let the people know where they can find King Destro on social media. Let the people know where they can reach out to you if they might want to get um, private dance classes where the people can reach out, where the teachers are, can hit you up if they want to bring you to the school. Um, go ahead, do your thing. Um, you can follow me on King Detro on Instagram, King Detro on Facebook, King Detro on Twitter, King Detro on pretty much everything. Like King D E T R O. Everything I got lined up, you gonna see it right on point. I'm gonna set up a link tree as well. Okay, okay, man. Like I said, appreciate you. Keep stay safe out here in these streets, man. Uh, keep doing your thing, man. It's definitely an honorable thing what you're doing with the kids and in these schools, man. Definitely need people like you, more people like you. So keep doing your thing. We're going to have you back soon. Uh, in a minute, gang. <laughs>